In today's stream, it's a time travel special as we interview famous people from history with Joe Sugg. When I was growing up at school, my history teacher was really entertaining and the way that they taught history was really fun. So I think and it, it shows, I think like the same with any subjects at school, like if you've got the right way of teaching it, it, it can be really fun. And that's, I think that's how I learn best. And after that, we're transporting ourselves back to Victorian London to chat to Oliver Twist's best mate. Yeah, when I first got the role, I was so excited, you know. It's one of my dream worlds. I love Oliver Twist, the movie, and my favourite character was obvious. It was Dodger, so I loved it. Plus, we're giving you our five top recommendations and what we think you should be watching this week, including a remake of one of my favourite films of all time. So get comfortable, have that popcorn ready. This is Fun Kids Stream It. Hey, I'm Connor. And I'm Robin, and you're listening to Stream It. And this week, you're going to be hearing my exclusive chat, and I'm so excited for you to hear it too, with the YouTube legend, Joe Sugg. It's about his brand new YouTube Kids original series, Corpse Talk. And we're going to be hearing from the cast of the CBBC show, Dodger, which is all about Oliver Twist's famous best friend. But, 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 but. Before we get into that, Connor... Yes. Last week, you asked me a question about the colour of Mickey Mouse's shoes. Do you remember? I got it right? Yes, I remember. So, well, this week, I've actually got a question for you. Uh, I knew this was coming. Okay, bring it on. (laughs) So, who is the first Disney princess to sing a duet with a villain? Oh, that's a tough one. I thought the Mickey Mouse one was tough. This is really hard. I'm really excited about this one. I think you're going to get it. Okay, let me think. I am going to give you until the end of the episode to give me an answer. Okay, whilst I think, I'm going to pop on an interview that I did recently with an absolute legend. Who's that then? It's Joe Sugg. Oh, yeah. So Joe is starring in a new YouTube Kids original series called Corpse Talk. Robin, this is a really cool idea, by the way. Oh, really? What's it all about then? Okay, well, I wish that we'd done it firstly. Oh, no. Because it's that good of an idea. That so, good. Yeah, basically, he interviews famous people from history, like actual people that were once alive way back in the day, brings them back to life and interviews them. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah, it's an actual thing. You've got, like, Cleopatra, Mozart and Leonardo da Vinci on YouTube Kids series Corpse Talk, and he's chatting to them. How cool is that? That is so cool. Should we take a listen? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to Corpse Talk, the show that brings a dead famous to life. Leonardo, I'm going to need you to focus. Miss Corpse. So I had no choice but to have her executed. Sheesh, that rival religion thing again. Oh, it was a right pain in the butt. Got to flashback! Yes, stream it once again. And we are joined by, I think, out of all of our stream it guests, my personal favourite, Joe Sugg. Joe, how are you? Oh, thank you, Connor. Thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing very well. When I say you're my personal favourite, the reason for that is because, like most people, I grew up watching you. I've watched you on YouTube. I've watched your life unfold. And it seems like you are still part of YouTube, but in a whole new world this time. Yeah, it's a bit different. So, so this time around, I'm I'm still yeah, I'm still on YouTube, but I'm on YouTube Kids. I'm a, I'm voicing a character called Adam for a new animated comedy series called Corpse Talk, which is uh, it's a it's a series that basically I'm I'm like a I'm a, a chat show host in a graveyard who uh, gets his guests on each week, and each week they're they're famous famous faces, well, corpsey faces throughout history. Right, well, I'm going to stop you right there and just talk a little bit about this because it's safe to say that in your life and in your world of YouTube, there's been a lot of nonsense. I think it's safe yeah. to say that your oh, life yeah. has been, you know, nonsense for a long time. 
what you've just described that you're doing for YouTube kids sounds like ultimate nonsense. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. I think that's why I like it. I think that's what, uh, what interests me in it is that it's such a, like a bonkers idea of these, uh, you know, these, these, uh, these famous people throughout history coming out of the ground each week to sit on a chair and be interviewed by, by uh, a guy called Adam, who I voice. Uh, it is, it is very, it's very bonkers. It's full of nonsense, but it's also full of um, some good facts and some good, interesting sort of, uh, insights into these people's lives yeah i think if you actually you know look at the concept to look at the idea for trying to teach kids that are listening to us right now about this world i think the way that you've actually done this is really clever it's basically people that were once alive that are coming out of the ground and coming back to life for a moment in time to in a way be interviewed like i'm doing with you right now yeah and the great thing is because it's animation as well it's you know the possibilities of animation especially nowadays are endless so You've got these uh, these interesting characters. You've got uh, Queen Cleopatra taking uh, taking Adam into different flashbacks. Like so you actually see what it was like for them growing up, and and um, you get to really sort of see what it was like back in those moments in history. Yeah, I wanted to ask you. So obviously, you know, being part of this is a is a great project for you to get involved in. It's something really new for you, like a, a real new venture, something that you've probably never done before. And I don't think many people have done before. But what was it for you that? attracted you so much was it i know that you're into animation yourself and you've had a book release that was it was all sort of animated wasn't it and there was a drawing there was it that was it that side of it that attracted you was it actually you know bringing history to life that attracted you initially you know what i think it's a bit of a bit of all of what you just mentioned because it's this this um this show is based off a graphic novel um which is what I brought out uh, before as, as, as books. So there's that linkage there, which I really liked. Um, I, uh, I love doing voices and uh, I do a lot. I used to do a lot of impressions when I was younger on my YouTube channels. That's part of, I think that's part of the reason why people used to watch me uh, or watch my old stuff, um, that and the pranks probably. But also, uh, but also the fact that I think growing up history was one of my favorite subjects at school. I did really enjoy learning about how, other people in different cultures and from all over the, you know, throughout history lived their lives. Like I used, to, I used to be obsessed with, you know, ancient Egypt and, and uh, Rome and Greece and all those kind of topics. Um, and so, so yeah, so it seemed like it was something that is educational, but also extremely fun, um, which I think they've really sort of captured well in, in this, in this, in this, te- in this series. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's so uh, important that we highlight that word, F-U-N, fun. Something that is really hard to pull out of history in all forms. And we can be openly honest about that. History and fun don't really come into a sentence very much. It always seems quite hard to learn. It always seems quite dark and a little bit like, here we go. Whereas I feel like with this, it's so fun and it really brings it to life in that like world that we want to learn about history in, really. Exactly. It's like, I think when I was growing up at school, my history teacher was really entertaining and the way that they taught history was really fun. So I think and it, it shows, I think like the same with any subjects at school, like if you've got the right way of teaching it, it, it can be really fun. And that's, I think that's how I learn best is from learning through, through fun, which I think is what they've done really, really well here. Can we stick to the peanuts, please? <laughs> Sure thing. It's my favourite topic. Genuine Jamaican pickles here. You seem to have been pretty keen on getting into trouble. So much trouble. (laughs) 
obviously you've got some amazing people that are coming back to life. That's what we're going to say is happening. Uh, we've got Cleopatra. We've got William the Conqueror. But I'd like to ask you, Joe Sugg, a little question, okay? So if you could bring somebody back, and this could literally be anybody, yeah. from, from the dead to find out a little bit more about their life, who would it be and why? Um, do, you know, do you know what? I, I would bring back... This might be a bit, uh, like it, they're not a famous, famous name in history, but I would bring back someone from my own family, but from like right, right way back. So, because uh, I did a bit of like family history searching myself recently, um, and they managed to go back through my family history so, so far. But I would love to go back even further and speak to that person and just sort of see what, what their life was like. Um, and also surprise me, like, guess what? I'm your. 100 times great grandson um but i think other than that i mean one of the egyptian pharaohs would be would have been wicked because i i want to know how those pyramids were built they are so big i've not seen them in real life but i've seen photographs and they're just they're so incredible i just want to know what life was like back in those days and that 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 answer there is exactly what was opened up the next bit that i wanted to talk to you about i feel like whenever we look back at like people and things in life and who is it that you'd love to bring back one day and talk to we always go to the famous people the names that we know maybe a musician or an actor or the ones that were all over the press and things like that you forget about these people in history that ultimately made the world that we live in today and it's understanding why that happened how it happened why did that then play a part in where we are right now and obviously in the making of this series um for you was there a certain moment where you thought wow I, I never knew that. Like, you, have you learned a lot from this too? There was a lot, yeah. There was um, there was one uh, called George Washington Carver, who I had never heard of. I heard of George Washington as in the American president, but I didn't know about George Washington Carver. So I thought that was that was the same same person until I read the until I read the script of the the episode. And this was the guy that uh, he was an incredible character. He he basically invented peanut butter, and I had no idea about that. Yeah, did he, he create? Did he create smooth or crunchy? Because I like this guy, but if it's smooth peanut butter, I'm not really a fan. If he's crunchy peanut butter, I, I like him. I'm into him. See, this is the thing. I think we'll never know because we, unless we, you know, unless we actually got to, actually, no, wait, in the show, I think we do ask those questions. Really? I think, have to, I think so. I think, I think Adam asks him, in the, that's, that's what's so great about the show. It's a chat show. They're the sort of questions they get asked. Yeah, yeah. Call. This is <laughs> this is so much fun. And I'm not just saying this as well because you're on talking to us. Genuinely, we, we talk to so many people like yourself and so many amazing people that are making really, really cool stuff. But this for me just jumps out. Like I'm so into this. I think it's such a fantastic way to learn about history. And it is really hard to teach history as well to yeah. kids and, and get people engaged. Even me, you know, I'm not a kid anymore, but it's hard to engage with it. And I think yeah. this is this is great fun. Um, so we're gonna have even more fun with that. And we're going to uh, set a little scene, right? We've got Joe Sugg at home. I know that you're into your cooking. You love cooking. There's no denying that. You cook, <laughs> you're, you're cooking up your favourite bowl of pasta. And you've yeah. got three of the people to sit around that dinner table with that you interviewed during this whole Ooh. corpse talk. Who are the three that you would have and why? And why would they be there with you in that moment? Okay, so I think I would pick Leonardo da Vinci. Great choice. He's up there, I- yeah. Because I would just love to see what sort of weird contraptions he'd bring along to the dinner table to probably eat his food with. He probably had some sort of mechanical knife and fork that we just, we just never knew about. He made so many different inventions and stuff. Um, I think I would go for who else? I think um, there was, oh, there's a, there was uh, 
a Chinese pirate called Chung Shu. Wow. And I would love to have I would love to have dinner with a Chinese pirate just yeah. to sort of see, you know, what what she would have been like. Um, because I've never met a pirate before. I don't yeah. think so anyway. Uh, and the third one, I think I would go with probably Nero. He was like he was um like an emperor of Rome. And I would just love to know what he what he would be like in that in that kind of scenario. I imagine he would make make it into a full-on banquet. Yeah, I think he would. I think these three people sound like good people. They also sound like quite difficult people. Big personalities to have at a dinner table. They are. Yes, there is. That's that's the that's the risk you take. Unfortunately, with with getting a, a guest guest list of that, you know, they've all. I can imagine they've all got their personalities. So it'd be uh, and and different different tastes as well. So it'd be quite an interesting dinner party. That's for sure. Oh, amazing! Honestly, as I've said, you know, I can't say it enough. I'm so I'm so excited about this. It's called Corpse Talk. It's coming to YouTube Kids, which is also a new thing as well, Joe, isn't it? YouTube Kids. Yeah. This is kind of like a new thing that people are discovering. It's a a very safe platform for kids to go to and see some of their favourite YouTubers and also get lots of educational tools, right? Yeah, definitely. I think it's, uh, I've I've witnessed kids with the on the YouTube app when they get hold of a phone. They love to swipe away and tap away as much as they can. Even when something's on, they're still tapping and swiping away. So it's good to have it as on a platform where if they are tapping and swiping away, it's, it's going to lead to more episodes of Corpse Talk and other great shows. Absolutely. And you definitely won't be tapping and clicking away from Corpse Talk. Joe, it's been so great to chat. Thank you so much for coming on to Fun Kids, coming on to Stream It Too. Like, such a big fan of yours. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Cheers. Thank you. dancing. I'm amazing. That's what we've got time for. We'll see you again on Corpse Talk, the show that brings the dead famous to life. I'll be not in. Wow, Connor, that did not disappoint. That was awesome. He seemed really lovely as well. Yeah, he was so great. And it was really cool for me because I'm a huge fan of Joe Sugg. So it was great to chat. And the show is absolutely brilliant. Such an awesome way to learn history. I feel really strongly about that because I don't know about you, Robin, but I find history sometimes quite hard to learn. Yeah, it is. It is. And it can be a little bit boring. Is that bad? Exactly. It can be a little bit boring. But I do feel like Joe Sugg in Corpse Talk really makes it fun. It's available exclusively on the Cartoons for Kids YouTube channel and the YouTube Kids app right now. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. And Connor, do you remember last week we asked our listeners to send in how they would design their own robots? Yes, and you said yours was going to be pink, was it? Yeah, and would make my bed for me. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I remember. Well, Abby's actually got in touch at funkidslive.com forward slash stream it and said... I would love to design a robot that cleans up all the plastic in the ocean and turns it into stuff that we can use to build things like bricks and some sort of renewable energy. And here you are saying, um, hello, robot, can you make my bed? Well, what an answer. Abby, that's amazing. Much cooler than my idea, too, for a robot that gives me massages. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Nice one, Abby. And if you want to get in touch, like Abby did, to tell us maybe a cool fact about films or something like that, you can always get in touch over at funkidslive.com forward slash stream it. Yeah, super easy. Or if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a comment over there and give us a five-star review because, number one, I think we deserve it, don't you? Absolutely. And it helps helps us to just like get seen more yeah and also so that other people can get to enjoy it as well exactly and then we can see your comments and we can also read them out 
O'Connor, you know I love this part of the show. It is time now to hear from one of you in the kids' review. Yeah, this is the part of the show where it's your time to shine. Yes, it's your chance to review a film that you've seen and that you've really loved. Arjun must have been listening to Stream It, Robin. Oh, how come? Because he's reviewing a film that we featured in episode one. Do you remember Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Oh, I do remember. Yeah, it's a great film. The one that I went to that you wasn't invited to. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, he's reviewing that. The Kids Review. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is a great film because it is really good and it is about... When Sonic and Tails meet and become friends and defeat Dr. Eggman, the baddest in the whole world, miss it and you miss the world's greatest film or even the galaxies. Oh, thank you so much for that, Arjun. Sonic is one of our favourites here at Fun Kids. Yeah, and if you would like to feature on the Kids Review, one of our favourite parts of the podcast, head over to funkidslive.com. Upload your audio explaining what film it is and, most importantly, why you love it. But it's very, very important that there are no spoilers. We don't want them. No, we can't have that. Okay, before we head to Victorian London to catch up with Dodger, I think it's time for... The Look Forward. Yeah, this is our list of five things we know you're going to love watching this week. Five. High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. Now, this is set in the real-life East High, where the original HSM movie was filmed. The show follows a group of students as they count down to opening night of their school's first-ever production of High School Musical. There's two series available to watch on Disney Plus right now. Four. Nate is late, so every morning, eight-year-old Nate and Malika leave home 30 minutes early to go to school. God, go then. And yet every morning, they arrive late. That's because every morning, something amazing happens on the way. But even though their stories are always true, the school's principal never believes them. That's on Pop, weekdays at 4pm. Three... The boss baby back in the crib. Theodore Templeton is framed and forced to revert back to his old boss baby self. Crashing with his brother Tim and his two nieces, brainy big kid Tabitha and fellow baby corp employee Tina. Together, boss baby and Tina co-lead a new field team fighting to increase baby love while keeping a new group of arch nemesises, the Uncuddleables, from destroying baby corp itself. That's on Netflix from the 19th of May. Two... I love this one, Cheaper by the Dozen, starring Gabriel Union and Zach Braff. Two parents attempt to navigate their hectic home life as they juggle raising ten children from several different marriages and starting to franchise their breakfast food-based restaurant. That's on Disney+. Plus. It's on there right now. One... And lastly, Mush Mush and the Mushables. In the middle of a peaceful forest, a community is teeming with activity. They're the Mushables. Mush Mush and the Mushables follow the forest adventures of Mush Mush, his best friends Lilt and Chip, and the rest of the Mushable community as they explore, grow and discover just how fun outdoor life can be. That's starting on the 21st of May on Tiny Pop, and you can watch it every day at 7am and 6.30pm. Connor? Yeah? Shall we go back in time again? Oh yeah, let's do it. 
So I interviewed two of the cast of the CBBC iPlayer show, Dodger. Now, this is Billy Jenkins, who plays Dodger, and Ellie Mae Sheridan, who plays Polly. Both were honestly so funny. They're very, very funny in real life. Now, the show follows the exploits of the infamous pickpocket, the artful Dodger, and Fanagan's gang as they find ingenious ways to survive the grim and exploitative conditions of the early Victorian London in the 1830s. Check this out. We are pickpockets. Oi! We got a thief! Thank you. We'll have to call you something else. A dodgy name for a dodgy geezer. Dodger. Oh, look, it's the police! We are the best police force London has to offer. There is a clear and present danger to the Queen. <laughs> With me by his side, think of all the scams you could pull. Yeah, scams. <laughs> We're a family, see? A lot of family. We look after each other. I hope you're not too sentimental about those teeth of yours. <laughs> One day, your life's gonna run out. Well, of course, guys, we feel like we already know the iconic character of Dodger from Oliver Twist. But what can you tell us about Dodger? What What is Dodger the series? What can we expect? Oh, it, it's a reimagined version of the characters you love. Fagan, Bill Sykes, obviously Dodger. But there's a whole bunch of new characters in there imagined by Reese Thomas and Lucian Montgomery. And it's just them navigating Victorian London and all the madness that goes on there. Now, of course, your character, Polly, can you tell us a little bit about that, Ellie? Polly is uh, a very serious girl. She is the muscle of the gang. I think I'd describe her as. Um, she's described as Fagin's little soldier as well because Dodger's the ideas man. He's got all these brilliant ideas, but she's a bit of a realist and she'll be the first one to go, you haven't thought of this, you haven't thought of that, and bring him back down to earth. So, yeah, that's, Polly's the muscle and the, and the realist. And what about you, Billy? What would you say if you had to describe Dodger in just 10 seconds? What would you say? Uh, 10 seconds. So I'd say top hats. I'd say um, uh, funniness. I'd say yeah, there's a lot of adventures. There's gangs. There's more adventures. I just think it's, uh, it's I mean, it's really a really good touch but you know, fingers crossed and all that. But yeah, uh, I think it's good. I think it's good, and it's got adventures, and it's it's a family and drama. I love that. You got a bit of both in there, then, haven't you? And kind of, what was it like being part of a TV show? You're obviously working with some amazing actors. Did you ever get a little bit nervous? How how was that experience for you? My first day, I was terrified, and then Where you? <laughs> and then my second day, I had my first line, and I was terrified again. And then my third day, I had my first scene with Chris Freckleston on my first ever acting job, and I was just like, oh, but yeah, we were we were really lucky, weren't we, Billy, with all the people that that came on. It was it was mad. It was crazy. Remember we did the rehearsals and that. We first we first saw Chris in that, and he we were, he was just sitting there. Yeah, like, and David Fairfield came in just on the third day of rehearsals. Oh he just walked God. in yeah, with his little bandana on. He had the bandana. He was like, yeah, you like, you like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> but they were all lovely. All of them that came on were so lovely, and a lot of them were comedians as well. So it was comedians or comedy actors they were all a good laugh too I love that it just became so casual a bit were you just like going to lunch with them and then suddenly you were like hey we're just letting the gang (laughs) very much some days (laughs) some days now of course Ellie you were talking just a little bit there about kind of Polly being the muscle behind it what do you think has been your favourite part about playing her it's really hard like really hard and I'm not I know my limits anything past verbal I'm done but Polly has fights and wins them 99% 99% of the time. So playing someone who's physically like she is hard was a lot of fun. And she's a little bit scary as well. 
That is so much fun. And what about you then, Billy? Dodger, huge, iconic character. I mean, did you have to do any kind of research? How did you go about playing such an iconic, artful Dodger? Well, yeah, when I first got the role, I was so excited. You know, it's one of my dream roles. I love Oliver Twist, the movie, and my favourite character was obvious. It was Dodger, so I loved it. And I remember when I was on set and we did rehearsals, uh, Reese, uh, Reese director and the writer, he bought me the book. And so I skimmed through, uh, I went through the book and I saw Dodger's character. So I read a bit of that to see, you know, how Dodger was played and that. But yeah, I watched a bit of everyone playing Dodger and read the book and yeah, I just kind of made it my own. Yeah. And how, how do you even go about, you know, you've got such a character like that. How do you go about kind of putting your own little twist onto it? Do you know what I mean? Well, I think is the th- uh, I think the thing is, is that it's, it's not just, you know, oh, we're having a laugh, you know, sing along and all that. So you're just seeing that kind of Dodger, you know, that lad side. It's... It's he's not actually dodgy yet. He's Jack Dawkins, so he actually shows you how he becomes Dodger. So he doesn't just start off Dodger. So that's what I really like. You see that vulnerable side of him, and you know he's not just you know Jack the lad all the time. He does have that you know vulnerable side of him. Oh, amazing! So that's part of the series. Then you kind of see him become Dodger. Yeah, very very cool. I'm armed. I shall return to finish you off. Attack! You are under arrest! Guilty! I don't do deals with coppers. Hold your breath. If we don't walk, we don't get food. If we don't get food, we don't eat. If we don't eat, we starve. And if we starve, we die! I want culture dead. Before you. I was just a boy who nicked stuff. Now... I'm a legend. Now, what would you kind of say, I know you were talking a little bit there earlier about kind of the different comedians on set. Was there any funny memories that you've got? What's been your kind of favourite part on set? Oh, there were so many on the set, just the conversations and interactions with these people. But one of my favourite memories, Billy was actually there, so I'll let him tell the story properly, but I was getting pings on my Instagram from the cameraman posting, and basically him and the director, Reese had shut down the set by accidentally getting stuck in a room. Um, no! And I was just getting vlogs of the cameraman being stuck with Reese in this room. But Billy, what was actually, like, what, I still don't know fully what happened. So we were there, so uh, the set was, it was actually a prison, so it was a uh, uh, place where it was a prison, yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, I was off set or getting ready, and all of a sudden they've gone, oh, no, they're stuck. They're stuck. I went, what? Oh, no, they're stuck. Went, what's happened? And I had oh, this massive coat on. I walked over and, you know, one of those massive police doors and you've got the little, tiny, little, what's it called? And you could just hear Reese and uh, Cameron Pete just going, get us out of it. <laughs> and they shut the door behind them to see, you know, how big the room was. When they shut it, it, it just bolted, it locked. So they couldn't they couldn't um, open it. There was no key or anything. They didn't know what they were doing. So It was Simo, the prop man, I remember in the videos. <laughs> I was trying to like jar the door. Was it one of those pinning locks and trying to unlock it? No, <laughs> they were stuck in there for good. And I couldn't stop laughing. I went, oh no, they're stuck. They are stuck. And he had to do it. And he finally, I don't know how he did it, like this pin in there. He finally just undid it. And they went, oh my God, I love you. I love you, Simo. Thank you so much. Yeah, Simo's a genius. He saved the day a lot of times. Oh, really? Set. He's the guy, is he? <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we want to kind of get to know your characters a little bit better. So we thought we'd play a little game called Do It or Dodge It. 
So if you think your character would do it, all you have to say is do it. But if you think, nah, they're not going to do that, all you've got to say is dodge it, okay? So the first one is tidy your room. Are they going to do it? Are they going to dodge it? Dodge it. Dodge. Dodge your dodge. dodge. <laughs> Both of you, not a chance. Okay, here's one. Do their homework early. Dodge. Don't even do it. Dodge. 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 <laughs> I can't read. Don't do it at all. Eat the last chocolate in the box. Oh, do it. Do, do, do. Actually, yeah. he's a bit of a. Nah, he's going to do it. Nah, he's doing it. Nah, he's going to do it. He'll probably pretend to do it and then he'll do it. Yeah. But maybe he's Jack Dawkins, boy. maybe he wouldn't. Jack Dawkins, maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he he might do it. He's angry. angry. <laughs> I like he's this. It's got layers to it now. <laughs> <laughs> Got it all in there. Okay. Steal a rich man's wallet. Do it. Do it. That's what they do. 100%. 100%. And last one, do you think they would watch Dodger? 100% do it. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't know what I was thinking there. Definitely. I love yeah, that you gave 100%. that thought there, Billy. It's like, mm, would you really watch it? <laughs> I don't know. Would he like himself? Yeah, I think he likes himself a little bit. He'd yeah. like to watch himself. Hollywood as well. Hollywood would lap it up. You think Pollywood definitely? I think Pollywood would like to watch her great fight moments oh, yeah. a lot. Oh, have a look at that. Yeah. Yeah, she'd lap that up. She'd get all her mates around. Look and at me. Yeah. yeah, when he's dodgy, you go, oh, yeah, look what I just mixed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. They both do it to show off, basically. Yeah. I love that. They'll, they'll be sitting there watching just to show all their mates and just be like, see, look what I did. This is what I did. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I've got one last question for you guys. So, here at Fun Kids, we are sending a message to space. We're the very first radio broadcast to go into space. We're setting award world records. And we want to know if there's anything that you guys could say to aliens, what would it be? What would I say? Let me think. This is going to be in space. Whoa. Uh, human, yeah. Life really- on Mars. No, no, no. I don't know. Um, what would I say? Oh. What did you say? Um, oh, I know what I'd say. Is there any. Top hats, you know, do you wear top hats, aliens? Do any of the aliens wear top hats? That is a really good question. question. Can you imagine all the aliens just rocking around with their top hats? So what I say, I say, yeah. Uh, I say, oh, aliens, do you have any top hats? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, aliens. I think I'd probably ask them, is this their first visit? How long have they been lingering without letting us know? Do you know what I mean? Like, they've just been undercover all this time. Like, what are you you doing, guys? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. You two are making me laugh because I feel like you've been studying aliens here. It's like you guys know your stuff. <laughs> I've watched a lot of documentaries about this type of thing, and people in Texas saying that they've seen UFOs and they've done their cars and stuff. I'm, I'm finding quite a lot of fun to watch. What, what would you say though if we said aliens? Maybe I'd say, you know, come and watch Dodger. That's really? a great thing to say. Yeah. Watch Dodger February 6th. No, so, yes, on, yeah, February 6th. Have a look, have a watch, come to our planet. <laughs> Take it to all your alien mates as well. You get the BBC in space. I'm sure they do. They're aliens. Oh, yeah. They can out. get anything. They can <laughs> they can get it on BBC iPlayer. They've got CBBC on there. Watching UFOs. Well, watching it. Exactly. And we you can all watch it as well, can't we? So we don't even need to be aliens. <laughs> yes. That's true. Exactly. We get it, whether the aliens get it or not. So. Amen. Thank you so much, Billy and Ellie May. That's Dodger. All episodes available to watch on iPlayer right now. And Robin, they sounded so much fun. Oh, they're really, really funny. Definitely so much fun to be around. Right, Connor, I think it's time for you to answer my question. Who is the first Disney princess to sing a duet with a villain? 
who is the first Disney princess to sing a duet with a villain? Oh, I'm not great at my Disney princesses. I'm going to throw it Rapunzel? No, it's not Rapunzel. It's, it's newer than Rapunzel, so not Tangled. Encanto? Not as new as Encanto. Uh... Frozen? Yeah! Frozen! Yes, it's Anna with Love is an Open Door. Love is an Open Door. That one. Oh my gosh, you are good at your princesses. I am good. Right, that's it for this week's Stream It. We've got to move on from that, Robin. I can't sing anymore. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, listen, why not subscribe? You could be here every single episode. Leave us a review wherever you're listening to us right now. That'd be great. We've been Connor and Robin and we're presenters at Fun Kids, a children's radio station from the UK and you can listen all around the country on your DAB digital radio and at funkidslive.com. Oh, and you can hear me weekends from 8am. Yeah, take a listen to Robin, she's great and you can hear me weekdays from 7pm and we're going to be back with a brand new stream for you next week. See ya! Bye!